the first thing that we have to go into is um, save, your energy, save your energy for this podcast. Okay. Because it's too fucking hot out. It's so goddamn hot. And out. I don't want you to pass out in the middle of it because I know no. you're an old man and, you know. Dude, it is a hot one. If I were to equivocate it, I'd say we're about seven inches from the midday sun. Um, and I, but I hear you telling all telling everyone the words that melt everyone. But somehow but you stay, you stay so, so cool. So cool. <laughs> Man, that's a killer um, song. I that's we all laugh at at the I, image I consider, of what was Rob Thomas. But that whole Santana Supernatural album is real tight. I consider that song to be my Spanish Harlem Mona Lisa. Oh, dude, yeah, my yeah. Moniquita. Yeah. Uh, I'm tapped tapped out for lyrics that I remember from that song because the the sun has done melted my fucking brain today, dude. I haven't gone outside yet today. Yesterday I walked to pick up a package, which was this beautiful novel. And uh, you did pick up a package. I almost almost died. Yeah, I picked up a penis. The novel that Dan held up to show you on this audio platform is the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood novelization by Tenton Quarantino. Yes, dude, this book, I'm already... So I'm 45 pages into it. I can't put it down. It's so good. And uh, you know I love this movie. But what's cool about it is like in in the fashion of novellas based on screenplays, it's different from the movie. Now, granted, Tarantino writing prose sounds like Tarantino writing prose. There's so much old Hollywood detail in here. But it's a lot of fun to read. But like the scenes are slightly different, much like novellas are, because novel adaptations of screenplays are often based off of earlier versions of screenplays. So they have like different content. But here's the coolest part. In the back, there's just like ads for old books that you can order. And like you can't really order them, but they're like classic you know, throwback oh, cool. ads to like Elmore Leonard novels. <laughs> like, yeah, like like a check out this novelization of Serpico coming soon. Like it's, man, I, I can't, I like I, when we get done here, I'm going to read more. That's all I'm thinking about. It's so um, good. Speaking of movies, this is the fourth time we've seen each other in a week. Yeah, I guess so. Because we saw, we saw two movies together this week. Yeah. One of them was a share, where they were both shared franchise loves. Yes. Fast Nine, we saw on Thursday. That was. I fucking, believe the title is F Nine: The Fast Saga. I call it um, F Nine Next Track. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what the F Nine button does on my keyboard. I call it Car Car Family. Yeah, Car Family Nine. Um, they go into space. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. If you it's not a spoiler alert because I fucking saw an ad while I was watching some kind of basketball game the other day, and it was like. Now that's the hook. They want people to go into the movie theater to say, we're going into space. I mean, we all knew it was coming. That franchise is in conversation with its fans all the time. It's why Han is still alive. I'm glad Uh, that I saw it early. It's great. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I I saw it before I saw that that, that spoiler trailer because... I would have been pissed if I (laughs) that that got spoiled for me because that was an awesome, awesome scene. And I think that this is another misstep in marketing where people are like let's just spoil the movie so we get people out to see it like how does that fucking work i mean i this is a weird falsity that's going around there there seems to be the general consensus is like trailers are too spoilery trailers are no more spoilery than they ever were we're just more precious about spoilers and our definition of what constitutes a spoiler is is different and looser now that said I assumed they'd be going to space 
But when, when too, I saw Fast Nine, it was not confirmed. Yeah. And so it would have been a little weird to see it confirmed. That said, in the trailer, they are wearing spacesuits and screaming. So, like, you know, there's, but either way, though, them motherfuckers go to space and it's insane. Um, it is just a great, great movie. It's, it's, a, it's a testament to the blockbuster film. I, the thing that I think stands out to me about it the most wasn't the movie itself. It's the crowd that we saw it with. Because yeah. walking into the theater, there was like a guy walking out to use the bathroom. And he was like a middle-aged guy. And he had the biggest, I can't wait for my life to improve in about 20 minutes smile yeah. on his face. When I was taking the escalator up into the theater, there was a guy that was like bopping on the escalator. I was like, I bet he's seeing Fast 9. Sure enough, he was like a couple seats away from where we were. Everybody in that theater was buzzing. Everybody knew the exact tone with which some, with, which anyone should take in a Fast 9 yeah. movie. We laughed when we were supposed to laugh. We rolled our eyes when we were supposed to roll our eyes. We felt thrilled when we were supposed to thrill. Like, yeah, the we, yelled, we yelled, we yelled, that's bag. Wonder Woman when Gal Gadot had a flashback. <laughs> yeah, one guy in the theater pointed out that that was Wonder Woman when Gal Gadot showed up. She didn't have a flashback. She's dead. She showed up in a flashback. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, Sorry. And I believe at one point uh, <laughs> you yelled out, Tokyo Drift is in the fucking house. <laughs> because, <laughs> because the energy was so high at that point. And yeah. like, I don't condone yelling at the screen, but this was not a yelling at the screen moment. This theater was so into the energy that any new piece of information that came in, everyone had like a oh, ho, 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 yeah. reaction to it. Man, it was like, it was just a stark reminder of, of why it's cool to go to movies. And I think in a, after a year where we weren't really allowed to go to the movies, to have an experience like this is like, it's just a, a good reminder that it's like, I don't care how big your TV is. I don't care how strong your subwoofer is. It's, it's only so good of a substitute for that big communal experience. Yeah. Ah, man, it was so good. And it, the movie um, was just dumb as shit. This it movie was the dumbest movie I've ever seen in my life. It was so fucking stupid, and I loved every minute of it. It was like eating an entire cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, for real. It really yeah. was. That's the way to put it. It was so good. Um, and without, like without, without shitting your entry. brains. It was like watching yeah. the ninth entry in a Fast and Furious movie. That's what yeah. it was like. And then Monday, we saw Black Widow. Yes, which we are still under embargo. And I can't believe that at the end, they fucking went... And then, and then they fucking, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to have to bleep that shit. No, I'll be fine. No, no, no. It's not. No one not, listens to this podcast, dude. You're not the one who will be penalized if we're not fine. I'm the one who will be penalized. Dan and, Scully and, and, brought me to see Black Widow where I watched uh, Salma Hayek. <laughs> okay i think you're remembering when you went Pop to her titties the, out the hitman's wife's bodyguard oh fuck i went to the wrong theater <laughs> so that's why you weren't there i, I was like yeah i'm i'm in i'm in c9 you're like i'm in c10 i was like i don't see you <laughs> oh, 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 yeah that was not a good joke that's right. We'll we'll bleep all that, but I, I uh, but Black Widow I, fucking sucked. Um, yeah, I, was, I wasn't very into that movie. Wait till Disney Plus. All right, let's move on. We can't tell you. Have, you already have a separate movie podcast. Let's go. We I got a bunch of shit I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Let's um, get into it. Fucking number. Okay, oh, yeah. so this is Hot Property. Hey! My name is Stephen Richards. My name is Dan Scully. 
And we are starting. We, are, we dropped the intro 10 minutes after we started recording. Dude, we're breaking rules. That's what we do here. We yeah. live our lives a quarter mile at a time. And guess what? We're passing the checkpoint, baby. That's how we roll. Um, yeah, we like, roll like that's, this. remember when um, in Black Widow, when uh, fuck, they met up with Lil Bow Wow and Josh Lucas and the other guy from Tokyo Drift. And, Scar- and Scarlett Johansson's like, hey, I, I need the rocket ship for the car. And uh, they were like, I am Josh Lucas, so like, yeah, rah, 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 rah. I'm just trying to be a meathead like everyone else in this family. And Lil Bow Wow was like, <laughs> yeah. Middle age is a bitch. And Lil Bow was like, can I be the new Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, dude, you're just, you just don't have the physique anymore. You look like yeah. an adult man. You're, you Lil used Bow to be a child. <laughs> Lil Bow Wow is uh, has turned into a uh, I'd say slight, a slightly larger Bow Wow than he was in Tokyo Drift. Well, I mean, like we all put on some pounds with age. I wouldn't say that yeah. he was like that he was like fat or anything. But what got me about Lil Bow Wow is he is perpetually like fifteen in my head. So to see him and be like, oh, that is a man in his thirties, <laughs> like totally freaked out my shit. It does. It does look like somebody shoved a 45-year-old dude into a 15-year-old's <laughs> body. And I realize as I'm saying that how fucked up that sounds, but that's what it looked like to me. I was like, that's not that child from Lottery Ticket. Yeah. Was he in Lottery Ticket? I, for, I forget. Uh, that wasn't the guy from Like Mike. Um, anyway, oh, we got shit. Was on. he Like Mike? Yeah, I think so. Oh, nice. With Jonathan Lipnicki? Um, did you... So the, the Tour de France just started? Dude. That first leg was. Did you uh, see real, that uh, fucking shit? That was. I don't want to say it was hilarious because I imagine people got hurt, but I've been in a moment where I'm so enthused by something that I don't realize how careless I'm being. And then it spirals out of control and you go, God damn it, I'm the asshole. And the lady who was holding that sign definitely had that moment. And she had that moment while making direct eye contact with the camera. And we're very lucky of this fact. Yeah. Um, everyone turned out okay. No, there's no serious injuries from what oh, I'm good, reading. Oh, good, good. But she is under arrest and is looking up to, to two years in prison and a thirty-five thousand dollar fine. Damn. I mean, I I think that might be a little much considering it was an accident. She was just being stupid. But I'm not going to lie to you. At the same I will time, donate like, to whatever. her fucking bail fund because yeah. <laughs> fuck the Tour de France and fuck that was funny. Yeah, it was so funny. And it was an accident. Like I said, we have all yeah. been in that point where we're so jacked up about something that you go that when it spirals out of control, you don't even realize it. And all she did was she noticed the camera held up her sign and didn't realize that she was clipping uh, every single person in the race. And uh, but it's great, though, because you get to see that moment of realization where she's like, oh, fuck. I also can't I didn't believe know that, that they like... caught her, though. I, last I had heard, she flew back to Germany and was was unable to be found. Oh, Germany was the ones that were the ones that uh, found her. <laughs> they, they sent her to Nuremberg, and now yeah. she's got to answer for her crimes. Actually, what was what I thought was weird too is that that was the entire plot of Black Widow is that they sent Black Widow after her to fi- after the sign <laughs> the sign holder. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have ruined the race. I can't do a Russian accent, so I guess you should probably. <laughs> Neither can anybody in Black race. Widow. Oh! <laughs> Um, all right, that was. I just want to touch on that real quick. I I do have some important food news that I want to share with you. Okay, I love food news. Um, 
Remember how Taco Bell cut down their menu items in the middle of the pandemic and everybody was sad? Yeah, I mean, they do that pretty regularly where they just like shift items around. Well, they're bringing back one of my favorites by a different name. They're calling it the triple, uh, the triple double crunch wrap returns to Taco Bell as the Grande Crunch Wrap. Ooh. You know how that makes me feel? Grande. I can't wait to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> who, who sings that song? Steve Winwood, dude. I don't know that shit. I was like, it's either him or John Cougar Mellencamp. Maybe it's both. Maybe they're the same person. They kind of are to me. Um, um, I do love a crunch wrap. And wait, so the trip was it triple triple double? Yeah. Because I, I forget what that was. Can you can you walk us through the dude. the arrangement of cheese, meat, tortillas, and vegetables? I'm gonna do my best Russian accent. <laughs> the Grande Crunchwrap features. <laughs> that's not even. That's what is that? That's Afghanistan. <laughs> the Grande Crunchwrap features double layers of seasoned beef, double layers of nacho cheese sauce, and double layers of crunchy tostada shells. <laughs> what the fuck is that? We have double layers of uh, crunchy tostada shells. I, I can't do it either. I, it sounds like I'm describing a fancy hotel in Monaco, but also a surfer dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the Grande Crunchwrap features double layers of seasoned beef, double not layers of nacho cheese sauce, and double layers of crunchy tostada shells. So they have three double layers, hence the triple-double. Sounds incredible. I feel like I've Along with it. lettuce, tomatoes, and reduced fats. <laughs> Thank God it's reduced fat sour cream. Yeah, you need to have that. All in a, I mean, at all that point, you don't want to tip tortilla. the scales too far. Yeah. Now, question, is this going to be introduced to replace one of my favorite items, which recently came back to the menu, the naked chicken chalupa? No, I have better news on that front, too. <sighs> As you can tell, I'm bored because I'm yawning. Actually, I'm just tired because this heat is fucking killing me. Um, I know, dude. It's a nightmare. It's a goddamn nightmare. The, I almost fell asleep in the car. <laughs> Hopefully not while I, was, while I was driving. No, while I was no. driving. That's um, a bad idea. Don't do that. Do you, do you have air conditioning in your car? No, I, I, I do, but I don't use it. Use it if you're at risk of no. falling the fuck asleep. Because the, that's how we got to this place. Is everyone using their cars and the air this, conditioning inside the cars? I think that if your concern is is eliminating your drop in the carbon bucket, I think you can rearrange that and reduce in another area of your life that might not result in your early demise. What I do is so. What I was doing was I went into my car rolled up the windows, turned the air off, drove uh, to Tim Hortons, got three hot coffees, <laughs> went to Boston Market and got a pint of chicken noodle soup. Ooh, and a, and a couple of little nitros on top of it. Yeah, and um, yeah, then I just you know ate this, ate, drank the coffee, ate the soup in my hot car. And then I was like, I'm ready for a nap. That's not a nap. That's that's called passing next, out from malnutrition and overheating. Next thing I know, I'm in the back of an ambulance, fully air conditioned. Um, oh, problem solved. To, yeah. Um, anyway, so the, the the new naked chalupa, but with a crispy plant-based shell at one location in California. I thought you said good news. I'm not. You want to go? I'll I'll drive. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put on the fucking air? No! No! I don't want to go! 
No, I, I mean, are they getting rid of the naked chicken though? Because like, I like the idea of a veggie option. I'm totally into that. It but does not I like say the naked chicken chalupa. Uh, neither article says whether or not they're getting rid of the naked chicken chalupa. So calm down. Okay. Well, but like I mean, everything that Taco Bell does and life, it's fleeting. Yeah, that's true. Now they rotate items the way that the Fast and Furious franchise like rotates people in and out of being alive and dead. They also rotate items, uh, much like the entire cast of Black Widow rotates accents. Ah! Um, who do you? Th- uh, I guess I don't know if we could talk. Who do you think had the best one, the most consistent one? Um, is this something we could talk about? You can check the email. I mean, we'll bleep if not. I think it was David Harbor though. It was David Harbor. And also, to tell you the yeah. truth, I think that um, why do I Rachel always Vice. forget her name? No, Rachel Vice uh, is just wonderful. Uh, Florence, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Pugh. Uh, I think she did a pretty good job with the two. I will. I think across the board, the performances in that movie, acting wise, were all very good. I just didn't much yeah. care for the movie. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find the Black Widow uh, embargo. So. Reviews are embargoed until Tuesday, June 29th at 12 p.m. in order to give audiences around the world the opportunity to enjoy our that movies was to the fullest and allow them to discover any surprises and plot twists. We respectfully ask that U.S. press refrain from revealing spoilers and the detailed story and detailed story points in your coverage, including on social media. So, yeah, we're, we're short of the stuff that we had to bleep out at the opening here. We're good to talk basic plot. But Dan, the date that you said was yesterday. The embargo is lifted. The embargo is lifted. But discussing specific plot points is not until release. Oh, damn. That's why we got to bleep out your opening tirade. So like when like Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson get to Ray Winstone, the final boss, and they just start fucking and they show everything. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. I think we could probably let that one. Okay. Get through. Yeah. I can't believe that they showed full penetration. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Full it was obvious, penetration. It was obviously body doubles. I know that I would never have sex with Ray Winstone. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, but that was a really interesting creative choice. Uh, the first Marvel movie that um, had straight up pornography in it. Full penetration. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is another. This is some news out of. The <laughs> Can King. you imagine the if they actually did that? If it was just like Iron Man's back, and this time he's hoarding his shit. It'd like, <laughs> be amazing. Like, wow, I Hulk, mean, you're even more incredible than I imagined. And the, that definitely like, exists. That's somewhere my secret cap. I'm always horny. Yeah, it would be so amazing. Somebody somewhere on the internet has made an Avengers porn parody. There has to be one. I mean, yeah. there was pirates. There has to be a few. There has to be a couple. Oh yeah, there's, there's, uh, yeah, there's, there's the Avengers. Then there's uh, the Avengers Age the... of. Uh, oh God, I, I, I threw myself out to dry. I got nothing. Cumtron. <laughs> Age of Cumtron, and then there was. Uh, what about the the Bone Avengers? I don't know if I get it. Like the Saint Saint Bonaventure? I don't know. Oh okay. It's so hot. On, My mind is fucking fr- I can't be funny today. I was working on Captain America Civil Whore. That's a that good one. Decent. That's a good That's one. Decent. All right, fuck, fuck this food news. Let's let's make Avengers um uh Avengers Sinfinity War. Oh, what about uh Doctor Get Some Strange? Doctor Get Some Strange is good. Um yeah. uh, I can't think of it. yeah there's the uh guardians of the galaxy 
Okay. Galassi. I like that. And then there's uh, the incredible hulking penis. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Black on Black Widow. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got. I can't now. Now I can't think of any other Marvel movies, yeah. which is insane. Uh, Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, Ant Man. He's got a tiny penis. <laughs> a little tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> but he can grow it and shrink it to his will. Yes, but he can't grow it too big, or else he could it could become very unwieldy. Um, big Black Panther. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's low hanging fruit. You got yeah, I do I mean, mean that with pun intended. Yeah, we're doing we're doing porno titles here. It's all low hanging fruit. Um, the problem is, is like it's like Iron Man three. What do you do with that? Yeah, what are the other Marvel movies? Uh, yeah, I got uh, Avengers. Put it in my End Game. I don't know. Ooh, that's terrible. pretty good. No, it's it's, it's a <laughs> Avengers rear end game. Avengers rear end game. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. That's a better one. Yeah, Avengers Infinity Horror um captain marvelous tits um that's a good one that's a pretty good one and pretty factual if i, yeah, if I was gonna to be, say if yeah, i'm to I be mean, crass I'm, for a second i don't want to objectify but brie brie larson has got it going uh, you know in a world of thirst lists i think that uh we we're, we've figured out a cheat code around objectification i feel no problem going full whole hog into it oh avengers whole hog that's a good one yeah that's a pretty good one <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a, uh, Spider-Man I'm coming, um, <laughs> Sp- Spider-Man far from hose. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what's the new one coming out? No way one? home. Spider-Man, uh, no, uh, Spider-Man, no gay hose. <laughs> God. He's, he's very heteronormative, this boy. He won't have um, it any other way. Oh, uh, uh, Thor grab my cock. That's a good one. What about, what about uh, Hung Chi, the legend of the 10 cock rings? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that might be the one. That's right. very, very good. So after, after you watch the Marvel porn parodies and have a bunch of sex, uh, you might want to go to Burger King because they've got something, uh, interesting here and i gotta say the name for this sandwich is fantastic it is a burger a double burger oh wait and also captain america the thirst avenger oh yeah that's a good one yeah this is a this is a double burger layered with cheese slices cheese sauce cheese crumbles and bacon on a cheddar bun Ooh, would you like some burger with that cheese (laughs) if you had if you had to name this sandwich what would you call it Cheese sandwich with a burger in it. <laughs> but you have, to, you have so, to say it like that. <laughs> so if you had to spell it, you'd just write in caps, cheese sandwich in parentheses with a burger in it. Exactly. I'm glad you kept the melody alive. You got to have that melody. <laughs> so that's, wait, wait, wait. Read that's, those ingredients again. All right. It's double burger. Oh, uh, okay. La- layered with cheese slices. Nice. Cheese sauce, Ugh. cheese crumbles, Ugh. and bacon uh, on a cheddar bun. Ugh. Where is this? Burger King. Okay. 
Oh, so that, that makes me change my mind because like Burger King fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King is, is garbage. Dude. I know, I know people don't like Burger King, but I've always been a fan. I, the only I thing will, I don't like I will eat that, Burger King and I will go get this sandwich with the caveat that I don't really ever like Burger King that much. Well, so the the one thing I've never liked about Burger King is that they're classic the sandwich. Ego? We're the king? Get out of here. The classic sandwich, the Whopper does not come with cheese inherently unless you ask for it, which I think is um, A, bullshit, and B, this is an obvious overcompensation. <laughs> well, and it's it's price gouging, because we all know yeah. that, that everybody wants cheese, but if you don't get the cheese, they're like, listen, it's a quarter for more cheese or however much they charge for it. Cub, oi. But that being said, like, the, the Whopper itself is bigger than any sandwich at McDonald's. Yeah, that's true. Now, I will say this, that that Burger King's food actually does seem more like the burgers are like more individually created, whereas like McDonald's food, uh, despite being occasionally delicious, is frequently like feels 3D printed. Like every oh yeah. burger is completely identical. Uh, all this being said, I'm definitely going to get McDonald's after this podcast. Oh, nice. Because Burger King is too far away. That's another now, thing. That's another thing. That's something that hurts the king is that I'm too far away from them. So they're missing yeah. out on their one customer. Yeah, their kingdom is in Center City and I'm in yeah. South Philly. It's just not happening. So my, we my have is the the cheese sandwich. What is it actually called? You're going to love this. Am I? It's called, and there's also a fry version of it where it's fries layered with the cheese sauce, crumbles, and bacon. Ooh. And these two items, one is called the cheesy going king and the cheesy going <laughs> bacon fries hit my desk a little bit that's incredible yeah <laughs> oh that's incredible okay you know what burger king you get a pass i'm gonna try this because cheesy going is so smart i love it yeah i got that peaceful cheesy feeling but the but unfortunate thing is that burger king they're only in limited um markets at this moment so it's it like is. even if i drove to the contra hawk and burger king the catch a hacky burger king. Um, I wouldn't be able to get it. Wait, do you they, know that? Not, is that confirmed? They're not, they're not cheesy going over there. Um, <laughs> no, I, it's not confirmed. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring the page back up to look at it because I'm too heat exhausted. I feel like you talk, you talk now. <laughs> I would like to go and I'd be like, listen, I know you guys in your Burger King world, you all talk to one another, you all communicate, you're a in franchisee. Your it's part of the definition of it. You're in a kingdom. So maybe you're you're like a fief in this area, but you got burgers, right? Do you have two? Okay. Do you get sliced cheese? Do you have cheese sauce? Bacon? Then I don't see what the fucking problem is. Let's do it. Give me my cheese sandwich. And I wish I could be cheesy going about it, but it's a little upsetting that I'm not in a test market when I am your most willing and able lab rat for the test. So let's make it happen, Burger King. That's what I would do. You inadvertently, when you were naming the ingredients on the sandwich, went into your Mark Wahlberg impression, and it sounded it sounded like I was watching Wahlburger Origins. <laughs> we just wanted to make a burger, dude. That's just like, what's the cheesy going enough? You know, I like a burger that's stirred. If it's too cheesy going, then it's not even a burger. It's just a sandwich, a cheese sandwich. Yeah. Um, so how do you king for me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what snacks snack. did you bring? Yeah. Um, well, speaking of cheese, I uh, in in my local Facebook buy nothing group, where I got my cat, amongst other treats, 
I you also got um enough, what snacks did you get recently from your buy nothing group? I forgot what oh. it was. I forget too. What was it? But it was but every time you've mentioned your buy nothing group, you always say in my local Facebook buy nothing group where I got my cat. Because I'm so happy that we got our cat. It was like the odds are stacked against us getting a cat, let alone a free cat, let alone a free cat that's like the sweetest little angel who ever lived. Anyway, I got my hand on these right here. These are uh, oven baked cheese bites from Trader Joe's of the tomato and chili flavor. Have you had some oven baked cheese bites before? No. They're just cheese, but it's cheese that has been baked to the point where it's crispy like a chip. So they're like a low carb snack, which means that they're really, really good for you. Like, so when I eat this whole bag, which I will do right now, it'll just make me stronger with better vitamins. So we're gonna try it out. I've had some cheese crisps before and I'm a fan. And this is one that I, I'm not afraid to open because Jenna's had these before and she's not a fan. So I don't have to worry about any breaches of, of conduct. Uh, it seems that they're covered in a tomato basil powder. That's really Wait, what I'm it, here to test. Is it Trader Joe's or Trader Giuseppe's? Trader Joe's. Okay. Although I got to say, remember when they did the Trader Ming's thing and people got offended yeah. and Trader Joe's was like, we looked Trader. at it. Well, they were like, we looked at it and nah. And everyone was just like, yeah, moving on. <laughs> Respect to Trader also, Joe's. Tra I think like they also did Trader Jose. Yeah, Trader Jose. They, I Respect to Trader Joe's for just being like, they're going to be mad at something what else if, tomorrow. What moving if they forward. What if they, what like the Trader Ming thing? What if they doubled down? I'm like, all right, you wrote something really offensive. Now we're Trader Ching Chong Ping Pong. <laughs> then, then I'd be like, all right, well, now it's probably a problem. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, like, whoever's trading these names needs to be stopped. <laughs> Joe, get in here. But yeah, that was great, though, because they were like, this is offensive. And Trader Joe's was like, but what if? No. And everyone was just like, oh, another thing. And they moved on to another thing. So respect. Yeah. But yeah, this is not Trader Giuseppe's, but we'll try it out. We're getting a thumbs up here. Joe, That's a big uh, Joe, thumbs up. I'm a, Dan's new name is Joe, number one. <laughs> Joe is uh, nodding his head and giving a thumbs up and smiling. So yeah, These are when good, you, I mean, everyone knows that when you eat something from Trader Joe's, you turn into the Trader Joe. He, you become, you are the become Joe. him. Yeah. <laughs> not only am I not only am I the founder of Trader Joe's, I am what's the like? Not only am I uh, the the owner of the hair club, but I'm also a client. You remember those commercials? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. only am I Trader Joe's. I'm, I'm Trader Joe. <laughs> what if somebody like went into Trader Joe's with like a bag of pelts and they're like, I'm here, I'm here for the trading post. I shall give you these three beaver pelts for a bag of tomato basil cheddar crisps. Honestly, if Joe is who I think he is, he'd be like, let's do it. And you know what? We'll throw a frozen pizza on top of that with cauliflower crust. Get on in here. And here's a free Hawaiian shirt for your trouble. <laughs> <laughs> these are good, man. They're really good. I mean, the tomato and chili does not come on strong, but the cheese, cheese comes on very strong. Right. I, I, I typically like these cheese snacks of like roasted cheese. They're just good, crunchy snacks. And if you put them in- That's soup, weird. You've never brought up cheese in this podcast before. Yeah. I, I'm turning over a new leaf. Yeah. And, you um, see more cheese, I think, because you've never <laughs> talked about it. You don't eat enough. I found this new thing at the deli. They're called cheese beginnings. And it's like- <laughs> The part of the block of cheese that they cut off before slicing it. And because we never use the beginnings of the cheese. And so you just have the, the beginnings. Dan no, but, Scully, um, colon, cheese beginnings, the origin story. 
<laughs> oh yeah it's a story of culture and cultures and uh, <laughs> i just think a story of culture is how you should end it it's so good a story of culture i'm glad to show everybody a new way <laughs> oh these cheese puns doing anything for you uh, well they are making me melt fair enough fair yeah. enough dare enough um that last one's a little weak yeah i'm gonna yeah, keep your dairy air if one. you put these in soup, though, it's really good because they oh, soften up. Yeah. They have that nice cheesy flavor to them, but they don't like completely disassemble and then just become sediment at the bottom of your soup. So uh, these actually might go into some ramen after we're done recording here. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's a good Whole idea. whole bag is going to go into some fucking ramen. Mm. Uh, I don't I'm know what is... What are you watching? You're always watching my, something. There's something on my TV right now where there's a wiener dog in a wearing sunglasses and a uh, a shirt with a flame on it, much like Guy Fieri would wear. Are you watching Bingo? Just, no, it's a, it's a it's a ad for Philo Mortgage, and this dog is just racing around, and uh, they're telling you, I guess, how fast they get you a mortgage. But the dog is cute. Anytime I see a dog, uh, I'm just like, oh, what's that dog doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's selling mortgages. <laughs> I saw a commercial the other day that like, you know, when they, when you see a commercial and you can't really tell what it's about. And then when they hit you with what it's about, it's like a mind blowing one. I saw That's my favorite Super Bowl game to play is like, yeah. what is this commercial going to be about? I was watching classic episodes of always sunny in Philadelphia on Hulu. And so this commercial starts and it's an older man who's clearly gay. And he is, uh, he's like a, a makeup artist. And so the interviewers ask him like, oh, so what do you remember about your husband? So we already know his husband's dead. And he's just like, oh, I miss him so much. And he starts crying. He's like, I, I just miss those eyes. I really miss those eyes. And they're like, do you think you could ever go out and love again? He's like, I think I can. I think that I'm ready. And like, what do you see yourself as? He's like, well, I see myself as a strong person who, who you know, has, has filled with these wonderful stories. And it's like really leaning into the idea that this middle-aged gay man obviously lost his spouse to AIDS back in the day. And it's like this big emotional commercial about how he's ready to go dating again. Would you like to take a guess as to what this commercial was for? Is it Tinder? Botox. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding at all. Because it was one of those where I was like moved by it. I was like, oh man, this is like this is really moving me. Like, I hope that this guy goes out and finds love again. And then they were like, well, if you're going to find love, you better get rid of some of those unsightly wrinkles by injecting fucking bacteria into your old face, old. It's like, that's There's, really tasteless. It was, it was very weird. Being you know, in we got botulism a field, in, a, in a needle for you. We can stick it in your old face, you old person, you old widower. It's like, Jesus. Being in a field that's marketing adjacent I've seen so much fucked up shit go on behind, so many bad ideas go on behind the scenes. And then like when I, when we have these like pitch meetings for like ads and shit like that, I'm always seeing shit like you just mentioned. And I'm like, how did that get past that meeting? Yeah, like, what the insane. fuck? <laughs> it just felt so tasteless. Cause like at first it was touching where I was like, oh yeah, this poor guy. But I mean, man, he's probably lived quite the life. And yeah. then it's just, it's just all about Oh, you want to talk about objectification? It was just like, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go out dating again. Well, your face isn't good enough, you old ass piece of shit. <laughs> have, have a needle full of botulism right next to your eyeball. Yeah. That'll make you feel better. 
It was just um, so crazy. I, I, I could not believe it when I saw it. I did a double take. I actually filmed it on my phone. Like I waited for the next commercial break to film it. And then I realized that there was no way for me to put that on social media without me being the one who gets in trouble. So I just kind of let it go. But man, oh man. Send yeah. it to me because I want to hear it. Um, yeah, it's, it's fucking bonkers. Uh, fucking... And the poor guy. You know what I think Hulu does? And this is kind of a genius strategy. Is, and this is the reason that I turned to the premium version of it is that they'll play you the same ads over and over and over and over again every commercial break until you get so sick of it that you're just like, just give me the premium so I don't have to fucking yeah. hear, hear this commercial again. I don't use Hulu enough to pay for the premium. And the reason I even have Hulu is because it came with my Spotify premium. And so like, yeah. uh, that's good enough for me. I did the triple bundle with the, uh, the FX, the Loki, and the... Uh, the LeBron James package. How does that work? I don't know if I get the reference. It's the Hulu Disney Plus ESPN package. Okay. I didn't know but if just you could like, <clears throat> pick up based on that. What, what does that cost? Uh, I don't fucking know. 22, 23. That's not bad. Yeah. But what's fucked up is that I don't use my fucking Disney Plus account. Yeah, I've got a friend who has the password, and then every when I go to, uh, like all the Disney series that have been on, I watch at the bar that my girlfriend works at. Yeah. So, like, I haven't I haven't even signed in my Disney Plus. I think on my new TV. That's how much it's been vacant. I have I have a friend's Disney Plus. I I have a couple like trades going with with streamers where like I trade you this for this. So I got a few of those. Yeah. But there's a few I need that to, I, I need to. I need to start trading instead of just giving my shit away. Yeah, trading is um, the way to go. Did you say you had another snack? Uh, I did not, and okay. I do. I, I got one. I mean, um, unless you like to eat hand sanitizer, I got this from a kettle, diner. The kettle brand of potato chips, potato chips, however you may want to pronounce that. Rod Titers um, has a crinkle cut habanero lime. Uh, variety of uh, kettle potato chip and it is good but it is I'd say that the next step up would be the Pocky Hot Chip Challenge that's how really? spicy these things are yeah these are fucking really? like these these are hotter than anything that Cheetos has come out with these are hotter than anything Doritos has come out with these are almost insufferable with how hot they are that sounds incredible I put normally like when when I make like a turkey sandwich I will oh, yeah, you gotta put chip some it up. sort of like spicy mayo on it. Not like, and I'll just have put potato chips on it too. I just put like three of these chips on it and the entire sandwich from beginning to end was spicy. And you like lost all the other flavors? No, I mean, it, was, it was good. But you, I, I definitely like, I played conservative with my amount of chips to, that I was going to put on it. And I definitely benefit from that because boy fucking howdy, these things are spicy. <laughs> I, oh, I want them, man. That sounds good. good. I mean, they're so, good, but they are. I picked. I picked the first day of this heat wave we're in to try them. Yeah, and I, bad and news. I, and it was ten minutes before a meeting I had, and I'm sitting there munching on. I'm watching like a YouTube video or whatever, and I start sweating profusely. And I'm like, I gotta be on a Zoom chat in like five minutes. So I like go and like run my hair, run my head into cold water in the shower, like throw those, throw that session of chips away because like I don't want to eat, look at them anymore. But later on, I put them on a sandwich. Like this is pretty banging. I, I'm going to have to try them. I'm actually fascinated by the physics of maintaining a crinkle cut in a kettle. So I had this uh, argument with somebody 
a while ago and <laughs> it was the way you said that was you it was like so perturbed by this previous maybe six six months ago i want to say and this i was hanging out with uh, this group of people and this one girl was like oh yeah you know the crinkle cut kettle cook chips i'm like there's no such thing and i know yeah. all snacks i like yeah. i like i tried to mansplain to her that there's no way you can crinkle cut a kettle cook chip listen ladies and, yeah i was you like all right can't kettle cook a crinkle all right kettle karen um <laughs> but i was like i was like adamant about it i was like there's no fucking way you can crinkle cut a kettle cook chip i don't then, believe this like, one bit Five seconds later, a quick Google search turned up like eight varieties of crinkle cut kettle cooked chips. And well, then one of those things is a lie because that means either either it was crinkle cut and then not kettle cooked, or it was kettle cooked and then crinkle molded. So crinkle cut kettle cooked does not. It's fun to say, but I don't know if I buy the process. And I say this with the caveat that I don't fully understand how any potato chips are made in any circumstances. Um, I'm I'm happy. I'm proud of us that none of us messed up. Crinkle cut. <laughs> now we're going to mess kettle it up because you called it out. <laughs> Crinkle cut kettle notice, cooked. Notice how I paused to so that yeah. I wouldn't fuck it up. Crinkle um, cut kettle cooked. Kookaburra. Okay, all right. So here we go. Uh, select potatoes. Not, not just any potatoes. Select yeah. potatoes are cut into thick, crinkled slices cooked in traditional kettles and stirred until they're just the right hue of golden brown. I guess it just maintains the crinkle by sheer force of nature. I, I would never have believed that. I know. Well, as Jeff Golden said, life uh, finds a crinkle. <laughs> life finds life uh, uh, finds a, a crinkle. I love, I love terms like select potatoes because it, it actually has no quantifiable meaning. All it means is that they picked them. It doesn't mean that yeah. they picked them for any sort of quality. They just picked them. It's like when people are like, like oh, it's I've home got, style. It's like, I don't really know what home style means. My I've mom two... used to cube bread and toast it. So these home style croutons mean nothing. I've got two cans of Truly here. Yeah. I'm going to select this one. It's a select but can of Truly. <laughs> this is like can of Truly, but they're both empty. <laughs> <laughs> They've both been pre-selected. <laughs> yeah. They've yeah, already been selected. When they're like, Bud Light uh, has more taste. It's like, oh, okay, I don't know what to do with that information. They're like, but it's triple cold filtered. Okay, yeah, great. I, I don't know. That doesn't mean anything. I'm convinced. So after the argument that we had about whether or not crinkle cut, kettle cooked even exists. Have you, have you called this poor lady and apologized to her for mansplaining? I see her, I see her like three times a week, yeah. Okay, I you got to let her know that, that she's correct. Apparently you can crinkle cut, kettle no, cooked chips. Pride, my pride is too strong. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh fuck what was I gonna say so i'm i'm convinced that um not only did crinkle cut kettle cooked not exist we're still going previously strong. i think that this is a uh a result of the thanos snap uh that when the hulk when the hulk uh brought everybody back to life he also brought it spurned into existence crinkle cut kettle cooked chips because he was a little hungry at the time are you familiar with the Mandela effect? Yes, definitely. Oh, good. Or, right. or am I? Oh, I've always been, or so I think. Yeah. I feel like of all the Mandela effect examples, like the Berenstain Bears, that's always been the Berenstain Bears to me. I've, I've never I was known a, it. I was to, a Bernstein. But 
There's one that I am convinced, because the reason I bring it up is because you brought up the snap. The theory behind the Mandela effect is that these are residues from alternate universes that have splintered off from our, our standard timeline. Uh, variants, if you will. And uh, I will. The, the only one that ever freaked me out because like I never thought Nelson Mandela was dead until he was dead. You know, Berenstain Bears have always been Berenstain to me. Um, but I swear to God, Fruit of the Loom did have a cornucopia in its logo when I was a child. You cannot convince me that it was never there. Now, I'll tell you exactly how, what, what signals you're crossing there. Microsoft Word clip art. Yes. Is what you're confusing the Fruit of the Loom logo with. Because there are similar fruit setups. Just one has a cornucopia on it. And it's the Microsoft Word clip art. I am familiar with the with the clip art and I can picture it. I could probably hand draw a, a decent facsimile of it from memory because it's so burned in my head. But when I was a kid, I remember specifically asking my mom when I was like when I was like four or five and I started getting like real underwear and shit. I remember specifically asking my mom what a loom was. And I pointed to the cornucopia and I said, is that a loom? because fruit of the loom. And she explained to me that she did not know what a loom was and that that's a cornucopia. I remember this, I swear. A loom is the machine they use to make the underwear. Ah, uh, okay, well that makes sense now. Yeah, cause like, a, I, I know what a loom is. I just never yeah. really gave it another thought. But I remember asking my mom that question and specifically pointing to the cornucopia. And granted I was much younger and you know, Plenty of substances have gone through my brain in the days to alter things, but it's just such a strong memory. And I never, what's weird is that it's not like I, I, I always reinforced that there was a cornucopia. I just never knew that there wasn't one until I was told. And so like, it feels like it's naturally there. And that, that's, I don't know. Do you have any Mandela effects that actually really freak you out like that? Yeah. Um, I never knew there were crinkle cut kettle cooked potato chips. <laughs> That's not that's not Mandela effect. That's just technology moving forward in ways that we failed to understand until five minutes ago. I know that there's one. I just forgot what it was. There's the one um, with um, because everybody knows the Shaq movie Shazam. Where that might have been it. With the well, the the Sinbad movie Kazam that everyone yeah. says exists, but no one can find a, a. That one never got me. I am not familiar with the movie that they think they saw. The only the only Sinbad movies I know are Man of the House, House. Oh no, it's not Man of the House. That's Chevy Chase and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. House Guest, Jingle House All Guest the Way. Is a great fucking movie. Oh, it and was the episode um, of Always Sunny with Rob Thomas and Sinbad. The fucking, the Monopoly Man's monocle. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Could have sworn this motherfucker had a monocle. I've been playing Monopoly my whole life. That one never got me. To the point I, where it was like I like got for I got gifted for Christmas like a a legendary Monopoly edition where like the board didn't fold up. You just like fuck it was like a metallic oh, yeah. board, just fucking like like the like that nice scrabble yeah, board like they had that spins around. Yeah. Um and I was like, oh fuck, they took off his monocle. And someone was like, he's never had a monocle. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what have I become? That one never got me. I, I associate Mr. Peanut with the monocle. And I associate Uncle, what's his name? Uncle Moneybags, Uncle Pennybags. I associate yeah. him holding the holding the money bags. I, I never 
thought of him with the monocle. That said, I that one did, like it just never occurred to me. Like when people pointed out he didn't have one, I was like, I I, I don't think I paid that much attention to his face for it to strike as, as so, a thing in me. On this list, the fruit of the loom thing just came up. And I gotta say, like fucking they have two images right next to each other. One is with a cornucopia, one is without. Whoever fabricated the cornucopia got the art style so correct that there's no way that it didn't have a cornucopia on it, in my opinion. Yeah, that's no, that's the one. You just yeah, the art, Steve just sent it to me. That is that is the one. That's what it looked like. The art style is so spot on and similar that it's it's insane to me to think that the purported in the image you just sent me the purported real logo has empty dead space in the upper right corner because of the shape of the grapes it would make design sense to fill that with something and the cornucopia does that wonderfully there's no there's because just, you, that, that's that's an optical illusion because we're right next to each other so like it's still centered underneath the fruit when i cover it though I, it still feels like that little dip in the grapes causes some some empty space and maybe i'm biased because i'm from the universe where the cornucopia existed but i swear to you it existed i i and i i have to admit that i'm wrong because every every piece of fact points to me that i'm wrong but when i look at this picture it just drives home what i already believe and is that i, I remember the cornucopia um yeah my mind I'm now, now I'm like going into a Mandela effect hole. Let's see some stupid questions. Okay. Let's do some stupid uh, questions. Picking her between one and nine. We're not going to do all of these. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's go. Let's go seven. Uh, this is from our friend. Cow eggs. cow eggs oh i love cow eggs we gotta it's, we should reach out to cow eggs and see if we can get cow eggs did. but his the amount of the amount of misspellings this person has on their posts really makes me not want to talk to them at all um i think that's more of a reason to have them on here also i think that we will likely be surprised by the voice appearance and potentially gender of of cow eggs because like we know nothing about this person except their questions cow eggs nine and we've assumed like i i've assumed that it's a schlumpy white guy i could be completely wrong on all those things it could be a svelte uh, Korean woman. We don't know. They could, well, as long as they're not like racist, I'll have them on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, I mean, if they're a piece of shit, we just cut the mic. Yeah. Um, all right. So can cows jump? I think the answer is no. I mean, they should know this. Their name is cow eggs. I, that kind of cancels itself out what with the whole inclusion of eggs. Yeah. Here's a little piece of trivia that I know about cows. Cows can go upstairs, but not downstairs. So if you lead a cow to the second floor of your home, guess what? That's where the cow lives now, because it will never get down the steps. They cannot descend stairs. There is a video in the comments posted of a cow jumping out of a boat. Probably oh, because it got, it got up to the second floor and didn't know what to do. <laughs> For real, that, um, that might actually be it. So cows can jump. All right, now pick another one between one and eight. Wait, wait. Can they jump like standing? They can jump, or is that yeah. just an illusion of a jump because it walked out a window and then fell downward? No, it's, they're jumping out of a boat onto land. Oh, okay. 
I just pictured like a cow just like defenestrating himself through like an office window. Go. <laughs> 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 Which BT dubs defenestration is the best word ever. It's specifically getting thrown through a window is being defenestrated. That's a great oh, wow. one. Cows jumping, um, super slow motion. I'm gonna well, watch the inf- that, that's the formal and humorous definition of defenestration. The informal definition is the action of dismissing someone from a position of power or authority. Okay, well, yeah, that that tracks. Wow, that cow is jumping. Although that doesn't look to me like when I picture jump, I picture like standing and just getting some air. This is a cow that's just walking forward. And because of the nature of being on a boat, ah, you know, that one jumped. Okay, never mind. Yeah, cows can jump. And now I'm thinking of a bucking jump. bronco. I think a bucking bronco, and not a bucking bronco, like a, a bull when you when you bullfight, they tend to, yeah. to get some air. Yeah, okay. All right, I stand corrected, cow eggs. Um, one in eight. One in eight. Let's do six. What if the, this is another cow egg special. What if the Corona vaccine actually has magnets in it to promote the movie X-Men 2 when Magneto escapes and everyone is getting scammed? I mean, what if? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, what's the question? Also, he spelled, or they spelled Magneto with an I. <laughs> Magneto. <laughs> or is it Magneto? Well, no, when, Ma- Ma- when Magneto when Magneto escapes. <laughs> Magneti sounds like sounds like if they did like an X-Men mob movie. Like, yeah, we're going over to Magnetis. <laughs> what if so in this in this world that Cowags has built, I'm assuming that Anthony Fauci is Magneto. Yeah. And he's like, and like after everyone gets like vaccinated and shit, he'll just go to a press conference, put on the big purple helmet. And be like, now you will all bend to my whim. Now you're all gonna bend to my whim. I've put magnets in you with uh that's my Fauci. It's the best I can do. Um, um wait, I read that question again because I, I don't I actually don't track the plot line of what they're going for here. What if the corona vaccine actually has magnets in it to promote the movie X-Men 2 when Magneto escapes starring Anthony Fauci and everyone is getting scammed? I mean, honestly, like, of all the vaccine conspiracies out there, this one's the most fun. And if it turned out that that COVID was all part of a new X-Men movie, I'd be a little miffed, but also, like, respect. That's pretty, that's like, you gotta see that movie. <laughs> you know? we, put, we put magnets in your body for the new movie, X-Men 2, when Magneto escapes. Wait, wasn't there already an X-Men 2? That's not canon anymore. Wait, so like, are you going to kill us now? No, just go see the movie. You got magnets in your body. I don't understand what's going on. Me neither, but hey. I mean, can I get a free pass since I'm like essentially like a producer? No, you still got to pay. You still got to pay. We'll give you a dollar off. <laughs> Who's directing? <sighs> Brian Singer. Ah! Damn it! Ah! <laughs> just kidding, Brett Ratner. Ah, ah fuck! <laughs> no! I'm just kidding. It's I'm just kidding. It's you, Bull. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That this sounds like a very Bull-esque thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I I would I would respect that as a thing, but uh, I don't think that's the case. I think most likely the um the vaccine just had medicine in it that makes us more resistant <laughs> to COVID. I think that's probably what the deal is. What I don't think that Cowags 
realizes is that there already has been two X-Men 2s. Yeah. There's actually a whole uh, series of comics called the What If comics. Have you seen those? Yeah. And it's like, uh, back in the day, they just did like what if stories where they're not canon, but they write out like there's what if the Hulk killed Wolverine? That's like the one I had as a kid. But they did like weird like suppositions. What if Black Widow did full frontal nudity in her film? Exactly. They would did. They would would do do shit like that. And uh, I love the idea of just that movie being a secret porn porn movie. What if there's a 30 minute... um, section in the new black widow movie where david harbour smokes crack cocaine and he just <laughs> fights everyone that's, that's and he wakes up and finds out he killed his whole family that's a new it's actually it's a, it, it actually turns into a, a john benoit <laughs> documentary chris benoit chris, chris benoit whatever confusing him with john china um the uh I, I i that's a superhero i'd love to have it's just like a guy who's a regular normal guy but like he's really good at beating bad guys when he's high on crack and yeah. so like so like the event like shield just like sponsors his crack addiction but they're like listen they took down the hulk all the avengers are in jail somewhere but we still got to stop these you know evil space beasts and captain marvel's like over on neptune dealing with some shit over there can we She's get in uranus can we get crackhead in and he just shows up hey it's me give him a little bowl he crinkles it up smokes it he's like bring it the fuck on no we gotta call him we gotta call him the crystal yeah <laughs> he just smokes crystal meth <laughs> his name is crystal matt crystal Matt. crystal Matt. his name is matt matthew yeah crystal yeah. matthew is his name crystal matthew regular yeah oh, matt, fuck. no matt, no uh, his his civilian name is matthew drugs yeah <laughs> I was gonna say his name's Matthew Rockefeller, but then he becomes uh, Matt. That's Matt, a good one. Matthew Rocka Smoker, and he's yeah. he's Chris, Crystal Meth, and he just like Loki's just like I'm gonna take over the world, and he just does crack and rips both of Loki's arms off, and beats him with him. <laughs> uh, his magic is useless against Crystal Meth. Crystal Matthew. Sorry. Another good superhero movie based off of a drug would be Angel Dust. Yeah. <laughs> AKA Crack Widow. Yeah, and his name is Peter Charles Phillips. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good, dude. He just smokes PCP and he's like, Are you the bad guy? They're like, No, 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 the bad guy's over there. He's like, Because I can hit you. Like, no, 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 no. He's the bad guy's over there. He's like, Well, I'll hit him too and I'm done hitting you. And then we can start a business. They're like, No, 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 no. Just hit him. He's the bad guy. Like, no, it's a business where I hit bad guys. We're in that business where you hit bad guys, Peter. Angel Dust. <laughs> Angel Dust. He's like, Please call me Angel Dust. <laughs> what is this song? It means a lot to me. What is it? Like, can you hit the can you hit the guy? Oh man. Loki just takes over I don't the world think, and they're yelling. I don't think at I've Peter ever Charles made Phillips. you laugh that hard. The timing was just life. great. Because it's yeah. so silly. Peter Charles Phillips is PCP. Hey, that's Angel Dust, baby. That's Angel Dust. <laughs> Alright, we got time for one more. Okay, uh, let's go all the way down to number one. Uh this is one that I was hoping you would pick. What was it like? being a teen in the 2000s was it as cool as tv shows and movies made it out to be 
Man, I, I wouldn't know. I I uh I know, I, I would know. I only I only know until 2002. The answer is yes, it was. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We had Limp Bizkit. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, we had TRL. Yeah, we had New Metal, we had TRL back when TRL uh, we had we had 9/11. We had a great day. Uh, yeah. do you remember when TRL like it used to be they played 10 music videos as voted on by the people. Yeah. And then it became they play clips of the of 10 through 5 and then the full videos of 5 through 1. Yeah. Then it became clips of 10 through like 3 and then full videos of 3 to 1. And then it was just like we list all of them and then we show clips from from one and the rest are online. Like it was crazy how like the countdown slowly just disappeared from the show that was about the countdown. Well, because it like there was an oversaturation of like seeing the same videos over and over again for weeks on end. Yeah. I remember when they used to troll it, like, cause you could vote. And like for a while, the bum bum song took over Tom Green's bum yeah. bum song. And then they had to retire it because like, tr- like, you know, trolls myself included voted for it every day. Then I remember my sister was part of a troll campaign where for one day they got a new kids on the block video on there just by the power of voting nice it, it was kind of fun that was, but like, yeah. that was pretty much before the internet really took off and now we could set stuff like th- like that up easily yeah oh yeah like remember when they when the the tiktokers stole all the republican convention tickets and no one showed up no no is that what happened that's hilarious yeah. oh that's so amazing that's yeah, they so booked good. like they booked like fifty thousand in tickets for this one place in tennessee or something or whatever or arkansas some one of the flyover states not that tennessee is a flyover state but arkansas definitely is um yeah but they booked like 50 grand in tickets and that was when trump was like uh we sold out like a million tickets in in one hour and you know even though the place only held like sixty thousand people yeah that's incredible what only ten thousand people showed up to the fucking event because the tiktokers fucking stole the rest of them that's incredible i yeah. love trolling can go either way sometimes you get like trolls that are just annoying but like when you do a smart troll that actually makes the target look like a buffoon of their own accord that's a good troll and that there that's is what, a good troll that's what trolls world tour did to everyone that bought tickets to that movie yeah yeah they're like hi ah, we got you you fucking idiot <laughs> now you gotta watch can't stop the music <laughs> or was that no can't stop the feeling sorry I I was, no can't this. can't stop the music was the russian version of trolls <laughs> trolls stadium tour <laughs> you can't stop the music we have five in, music. In Soviet Russian stop. music stop you. <laughs> oh, what was that guy? Oh, ya- Yakov Smirnov. Yeah. Man, that guy was real. And he, I can't it. believe when he showed up in Black Widow. And he was yeah, like, that was crazy. He's like, in Soviet, in Russia, Soviet Russia, Widow, black widow you. become Black You. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were like, you got to save the world. He's like, in Soviet, in Sokovia world save you like all right yakov enough there's actually world shattering circumstances here i bring my friend crystal matthew <laughs> ah! and then and what was that peter charles peter, peter charles, charles phillips, phillips. <laughs> it's so good it's so good <laughs> um all right that is uh that's our time you want to start your plugs by the reality of of what we've just posited that would just mean that Spider-Man's girlfriend, Mary Jane, is just mad, chill, oh, and like super stoned all the time. Yeah, yeah. she has weed powers. Which she's is seen just the like Matrix on Blu-ray 15,000 times. Yeah. 
You ever watch The Matrix on weed? <laughs> her Grubhub, they turned off her Grubhub account because she wouldn't stop ordering takeout. <laughs> Can you imagine Tony Stark giving someone a speech about how they've used too much of the Avengers, like the, the Avengers expense account on Grubhub? Yeah. That would be so good. All right, guys, well, we're spending a lot of money on drugs. Uh, I know we got a couple of new recruits here, but um, we need to calm down. Also, Mary Jane, are you on Grubhub right now? Turn your fucking phone off. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, but your wife's name is Pepper. I like peppers. Yeah. When did, when, so Mary Jane turns into Matthew McConaughey in, 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 yeah, pep, in your story? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I guess he would have to be. I can't imagine, yeah. I can't imagine like a stonerific Kirsten Dunst. Or who plays uh, Mary Jane in the in the new one? Emma Emma Stone. Oh, that's that's, that's, no, that's Gwen Stacy. Oh, oh yeah, she is Gwen Stacy. You're right. Who played Mary Jane in the Andrew Garfield version? I don't think we had a Mary Jane yet. She was. <laughs> oh no, we we did. It was um. Oh no, never mind. I'm I'm getting confused because Bryce Dallas Howard played Gwen Stacy in uh in Raimi's Spider Man Three. Oh my God, Shailene Woodley was cast to play Mary Jane, but they cut it from the sequel. Ah, ah. And then they cut the rest of those. So there was no Mary Jane in um, in, uh, Tasm, the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. What about in the new one? Shailene Woodley would have made a good Mary Jane, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. In the new ones, they they have like a throwaway. Aaron Rodgers, a lucky man. Yeah. With his Jeopardy hosting and his friendship with Miles Teller, and his and Mary his, Jane, and his Mary Jane, and his other Mary Jane, yeah, and his Super Bowl wins. But um, no, wait, is there a Mary, win? Is there a, is there a Mary Jane in the new ones? I know I feel like they're like she's not integrated as a main character yet because yeah, we're following Zendaya. Zendaya. No, but she's not Mary Jane, is she? Yes, she is. Is she? Is she? I it's I'm I'm yeah. all. Oh yeah, she was like call me MJ. She was like call me Murphy. Which is Robocop. <laughs> she's Robocop, um, right? She's Robocop in these new Spider-Men, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, what a crossover. Michelle Jones. Ah, yes. Is her name. Yeah, which abbreviates down to Robocop. Yeah. Call me they're going to need, need a bigger boat for that next movie. <laughs> <tell you. laughs> my right, name is Murphy. All right. Um, so you can check out my movie show. Believe it or not, it's not this show. Uh, I like to movie movie. It is available wherever podcasts are found. You can check out moviejohn.com. You can check out findy.com. Wait a minute. Why am I giving you all of these individual links when there's been a new development? There's a place where all of this information exists under one umbrella. That's what? right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And to prove it to you, I cut this boat in half. Just kidding. You can go into <laughs> scullyvision.com to find all of my work for other websites as well as unique work to Scullyvision itself. Um, and photos yeah. of his penis. And photos of my penis. Although right now, really, the pr- most prominent photo is Bruce Willis's bald head, which is very similar to my penis. So... Mm. That's what you got to do. But yes, so there will be a... Because Dan's penis can take a licking and keep on ticking, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it likes to live free or die hard. But um, yeah, and uh, that's a pun. 
so yeah, check that out. Uh, that links you to all of the sites that I work for. It links you to all of the podcasts that I do, and it points you to uh, some original writing of all different varieties from yours truly. And there's a little thing in the corner where you can like click it. I'll take it in my letterbox. Pretty cool. <laughs> oh, I'm so jazzed. Um, I did the logo. Steve did the logo. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. You can check out my logo at scullyvision.com. Uh, you can follow my dog at bb underscore the corgi duck. I almost said porgy. That's a fish. Is it? I just yeah. know por porgy and bess is a thing. Porgy is also, I think, the, the animal from uh, the cute one from the Skywalker movie. That's a porg. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, follow us at Hot Property Pod on Instagram, at Hot Property Pod on Twitter. Um, and yeah, check it out. Check it down. Check swing. Peter. It's hot. Charles. I'm going to go take a cold Phillips. bath. Nice. Take a cold bath with Hot Property. Uh, and that's been Hot Property. As, as always, it's it got to be got black. To be good. <laughs> And it's got, it's got to be Widow. To be Philip. Oh. It does not have to be Black Widow, though. Don't see them. Let's just do the real one. No, and that's been honestly, Hot Property. As always, it's got to be got good. to be good. And it's got, got to, be, to live. be live. And I think you should go see that movie if you want. Don't, don't listen to me. A lot of people no, listen like to me. Don't see it. Listen to okay. me. Do not see it. <laughs> <laughs>